We'll just preach a little bit today. Is that all right with everybody? Don't have any fancy text. Mark chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible said they came over to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, always, night and day, he was in the mountains, in the tombs, crying, cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him. He cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now there was, a, there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus came, or excuse me, Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid and they saw it and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that he was that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men, all men did marvel. Look what Jesus can do. Say that with me right now. Look what Jesus can do. There's some things I want you to see very quickly here today. I'll not take a long time, but I want, you to, I want you to hear me very quickly. I want to talk to you about what demons can do, and I want to talk to you about what the Lord can do, and I want to talk to you about what you can do, what demons can do. This, this is a, a hurting world we live in, and here was a hurting man found in the Scriptures. This man was in a terrible shape. He had nothing good going on in his life. Here's what demons can do to you. Listen to me right now. We don't know much about who he was, but we do know that he was somebody's son. He was somebody's brother. 
He was somebody's, he was somebody's kinfolk of some kind. He, he may have been somebody's husband. He might probably was somebody's dad, but he was bound by demons. Notice what the demons had done to him. I want you to see this very quickly today. I don't have a long time, and we're not going to give the devil any praise. But the devil had him living in the tombs. The devil will keep you in a tomb if he can get you in a tomb. I I wish I could preach a little while. I wish I had about an hour here today. Uh, I I really don't don't preach an hour. But I, I could tell you for about an hour what folks do when the devil gets a hold of them. And the Bible said he had this man in the tombs. The devil would like for you to hang out with dead people. Oh, yeah. Come on, let me preach a little bit right now. Because if you hang out with dead people, you can't worship. When you're bound by dead people, you can't clap your hands. You can't lift your hands. You can't get up on your feet. He wants the devil would like for you to to hang around dead folks because dead folks will kill your spirit. Dead folks will bind you up. When you get in a tomb, it's hard to get out of a tomb. Oh, hallelujah. The devil likes it when you live among the dead because and become the type of person that no man can tame. He likes that. And no man, the Bible said, could tame this man. Think about that. There were a lot of people today, men, women, young people, that have violence in him. They've got demons in them. There's more devils around today than you can imagine. And more people are demonic and demon-possessed than I've ever seen in the, in the time that I've lived. But hear this passage on this Sunday morning. The devil will destroy you if he possibly can. He had this man living a life of misery. Nobody could tame him. They put fetters on him, he broke them. They put chains on him, he broke them. The devil does what he can to destroy you, to stop your faith, to stop your worship, to stop your giving, to stop your commitment. I'm here to tell you on this Sunday morning, look what the demons of hell done to this man and consider what they will do in your life. He was continually crying. Text said he was always night and day in the mountains and graveyard crying. You ever notice how many people's crying today? Tears streaming down their face. No joy. No peace. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, hope. Hello, love. It's a new horizon. You see, the devil wants you to do the opposite. He don't want any love. He don't want any peace. He don't want any joy. I didn't know what they were singing today. But they, the, the, the inclination of, of a life that is filled with sin and demonic spirits and when the devil gets a hold of you, he'll have you more miserable than you can imagine. He'll have you wallowing in your pit. He'll have you locked up in your tomb. He'll have you bound where you can't do anything. That's what the devil will do do. He'll have you crying. He'll put pornography in your life. He'll put illicit sex in your life. He'll put all kind of things in your life to drive you away from the kingdom of God. I'm preaching to somebody today. The devil wants you miserable. He wants you wiping tears continuously. He wants you to be in sorrow always. He wants you to have nothing but misery in your life. And he had this man to where he was so miserable that he was cutting his own flesh. He was abusing his own self. 
Oh, don't think we don't have that going on in America. Don't think that's not going on right around you. I've dealt with people right here in this church that have went through times when they were cutting themselves and that they didn't know why. The devil wants you to cut yourself. He wants you to destroy yourself. He hates your soul. I'm just telling you what the devil can do. The demons of hell had this man, and the Bible said when the Lord spoke to him, they said, what is your name? They said, Legion, because he had 6,000 demons. Can you imagine your son or daughter with 6,000 demons? Sometime we thought they had them. But a man with 6,000 demons, the devil had to convince them that they were worthless. They had no worth. Let, 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 me, let me show you the opposite, the opposite side of the spectrum here today. That's what the devil does. But let me show you what Jesus will do. Because I want you to see on this Sunday morning what the Lord came to this service to do this morning. When First of all, when the Lord showed up, the demons started crying out and begging for mercy and pleading, can we go in the, in the swine? Somebody lost 2,000 good pigs in the ocean that day. Could have had a good barbecue. But they begged the Lord to have mercy on them. Let us go in those swine. Let us, let, us, let us just go there and don't throw us out of the country. Think about it. Think about it. 6,000 demons and 2,000 swine. Here's, here's the picture. And the Lord is standing up there saying, okay, I'll let you go. And immediately when the demons came out of the man and went into the swine, they went into the water. And they all drowned. And the people got scared. And the people ran and told what was going on. Let me tell you what the Lord will do for you today. It, look, there. The, the demons of hell, they're not scared of the word Pentecost. They're not even scared of the word Christian. They're not scared of Baptist or Methodist or Episcopalian or Catholic. That don't mean a thing to the demons of hell. Let me tell you a name that they can't handle. Let me tell you about a God that they don't know what to do with him. His name is Jesus. And when he comes, that every demon has to leave. That's why when Jesus comes, the drug habit has to go. That's when Jesus comes, the alcohol is free. That's why when Jesus comes, the demons have to come out of people. I've come to tell you on a Sunday morning that he can set you free today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They're all good names, but not like the name that is above every name. How did Jesus do it? Let me tell you, the next time you find the man, I'm hurrying today, but you find him sitting at the feet of Jesus, had his clothes on. He'd been running around naked, had his clothes on, had everything together, and he was sitting at the feet of Jesus, and the Bible said he was in his right mind. Look what the devil can do. But look what Jesus can do. You see, I've come to somebody, and this is so simple today. I, I said, Lord, I've preached these things so many times, but I've come to somebody today that the devil has hopped up on your shoulder. He's trying to convict you of all the things you are or are not. He's trying to tell you how damning your ways are and that God will never forgive you no matter what and that the blood of Jesus can't wash you clean because you've done too much and you've been too far. Could I stand in this? 
this pulpit and square my shoulders like a man today and tell you there is no sin that the blood of Jesus can't wash away. There is nothing that God won't forgive. There is nothing that God can't fix. There's nothing that God won't help you over. There's no addiction that he can't rid you of. There's no problem that he can't solve in your life. There's no mountain that's too high for him. There's no valley that's too low for him. He's God in the middle of the night. He's God in the middle of the day. He's just God and he can help you today. Put your hands together. Let's give God some praise here right now. Let's give him some praise here right now. Somebody said, if he had just found a good psychologist or a good psychiatrist, I don't preach against that. That's what you need. Go do it. But let me tell you, no psychiatrist can fix what Jesus can fix. No psychologist can fix what Jesus can fix. No program can fix what Jesus can fix. There's nothing in this world like Jesus Christ coming to your rescue and coming to your aid. I don't know how to tell you any more or any less than this. He is a God that knows all things and he will help you through the situations of your life. He will keep you when the darkness comes. He will keep you when the demon spirits are talking. He will keep you when you feel like cutting yourself and crying in the tombs and you're hanging around with the dead. Let me tell you, this is not a gothic religion. This is a Jesus name church. And we believe in the power of the living God to destroy every enemy that has come against God's people. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You can't give them, when they got them demons, you can't give them enough Prozac. You can't give them enough Valium. Are you preaching against Prozac? No, I didn't say that. What, pills to wake up? Pills to go to bed? Pills to make it through the day? You don't need all that. Here's what I'm going to tell you. A good encounter with the man called Jesus will help you more than anything that I can tell you on this Sunday morning. Now, are you preaching against medicine, Pastor? You know better than that. I've been here long enough to tell you that I preach for medicine. As a matter of fact, I believe in doctors like Jesus did because Luke wrote part of the Bible and he was a physician. I believe in him. But here's what I can tell you. There's some spirits of this old world that will get a hold of you. There's some things that will corner you. There's some things that will bind your mind. There's some things, look, I don't care how much Prozac you take. It, you, you can't break chains with it. I, I, I don't care how much Valium you take. You can't shake off fetters with it. There's some things that, you, that it ain't going to fix you. Let me tell you what can fix you. When the power of the living God comes on your body and in your mind, and in your spirit, every swine will have to go. Every demon will have to go. Every spirit will have to leave because he is the deliverer of all mankind. 
I don't want to major on what the devil can do. I want to major on what God can do. Let's, let's, let's do that right now. Who in this room's ever been delivered? Roll your hand up. You've been delivered. Who, who's, who in this room has ever been delivered of alcohol? Hold your hand up. All over this. Look at them. Look at them. Who's been delivered of drugs in this room? I don't care what kind it was, but you've been delivered of drugs. Look at there. Look at there. Look at there. Look at all over this room. God delivers you. Hallelujah. How many of you in this room's had an incurable sickness, but God healed your body, and now you can stand up and say, God did this for me. I've come this morning to tell you there's a higher power that's in this house today. His name is Jesus, and look what he can do. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house today, clothed in his right mind. When the city came out, they couldn't believe it. And so the, the demoniac of Gadara, we don't even know his name. We just call him the demoniac of Gadara. When he came, when he came to Jesus and said, I want to go with you. The Lord said, no, you can't go with me. Here's what you need to do. So the demons, we know what they do. We know what the Lord can do. But let's talk about what you can do. Because when the Lord got through with him, the Bible said he wanted to go with the Lord. He said, I want to go with you. And he said, you can't go with me. I want you to go home. And I want you to tell your friends. And I want you to tell your family what God has done you. This is what you can do. You don't need to go with me. You need to go tell everybody you see what God has done in your life. Nothing is more powerful than the testimony of those that have been delivered. Nothing is more powerful when you see a man that has lived in graveyards and broken chains and broken fetters and people are, are scared of him. He's running through screaming and crying naked before all men and they say, that's that crazy man. Get away from him. That the next time you see him, he's got a smile on his face. He's sitting at the feet of the Lord and everything is okay and he's just normal hallelujah you know what the Lord will do he will make you normal he will matter of fact he will wash all those things away that are abnormal he will cleanse your mind do you believe God works on our mind does anybody here believe that that's why Paul said let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus I'm preaching to somebody here today that the demons of hell have followed you around and they've haunted you and they've taunted you and they've been on your shoulder and on your back and you can't seem to free yourself. I've come to declare deliverance today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've come to tell you the Lord can fix it when nobody else can fix it. I don't know your name, Mr. Demoniac of Gadara, but I know this, God changed your life and if he can change your life, he can change my life and he can change your life. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. I wish we had time this morning for testimonies in this church because there's some people in this church that have been deep in sin. Deep. Suicide was on your mind. The devil taunted you day and night. I know because you've told me. You went to bed at night miserable, you woke up miserable. 
lost your family. Some of you lost. Look, let me tell you about sin, and I hurry right now. Sin leaves its mark. And sometimes sin takes away things that are not restored. You can't go back and fix. Is there anybody in this room today that sin in your life marked you and you will never get rid of the mark? You know what I'm talking about? You don't have to raise your hand, but you went through some things in your life that, that, that marked you and you can't get over that. But let me tell you what you can do. You can put that behind you because here's the deal. It doesn't matter what's behind you. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And whatever you have been, you don't have to be another day. And you don't have to go another step. And you don't have to walk another mile. Because he who sets men free sent me to this church on this Sunday morning to tell you, look what the Lord can do in your life. I preached about the demoniac Gadara hundreds of times in my ministry. 52 years, I preached about everything in the book. But let me tell you this, I've never preached it one time that I hadn't felt the delivering hand of God walk into a church and say, you know what? I did it before. I'll do it again. He's not the only one God delivered and he's not the only one that needs deliverance here today. You may need something that only God could give you. Look, when you've spent your money and doctors can't help, when you've done all the miles you've been and you can't find an answer anywhere and you You've talked to your family or you've talked to your best friend and you've done everything you know to do. Just go to Jesus because he is not only the author, but he is the finisher of your faith today. Stand all over this house. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord can do. Here's what the Lord can do. He can do for you what he did for that man. I could go through these scriptures and tell you many, many, many in the scripture that when all hope was gone and their lives were wrecked, that Jesus came to the rescue. Jesus came to fix what was wrong in their life. Look what he, look, will you sing a song? Will you sing it, y'all? You, you know it if you've been around here very long. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. How many of you has healed your body in this room today? How many? Come on, hold your hand up. I want the devil to see this. He healed my body. He healed my body. How many of you in this room, God's ever touched your mind? You just said, Lord, i got to have a touch, and God's touched your mind. Look, look, devil, I want you to see, devil. This is a witness against you right now. He, he healed my body, but not only did he heal my, my, my body, he touched my mind when I was depressed, when I was oppressed, when I was struggling, when I had no hope. He touched my mind. And then I love this next line. He saved me just in time. He saved me. How many of you in this room, God's, God's baptized you with his spirit? He saved you today. Look, devil, just look around today. You, you, you are in the wrong place, sir. You need to take your garbage and get out of this room today. You need to leave their mind alone. You need to leave their heart alone. You need to leave their kids alone. You need to leave their family alone. You need to leave their marriage alone. You need to leave their job alone. You need to get out of here, devil. You're in the wrong place. We've been healed. We've been saved. We've been touched in our mind. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Not to just the demoniac of Gadara, but to the people of Christian Life Church that are in this house today. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done.